Praise the name of the Lord. Well, if this is the first time you've been here, we want to welcome you. Uh, those welcome packs they give you, it's a slip in there for a free cassette or a, or a DVD disc in the book room at the back. So be sure to take advantage of that. While, we're, while we've been used by the Spirit of God this morning, let me say this. Plan on you being used. Now the Spirit of God's in each one of you. Hallelujah. So plan on being used and stay open to it. Uh, a lot of times people are afraid to step out in the Spirit of God. Don't ever be afraid that you'll miss it. Because if you miss it, love will cover a multitude of sins. So, it, it, you know, we don't, we'll straighten it out. If, it, if, it, if it's that bad, we'll just get it straight right then. So it ain't, you know, it, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I'd hate to know we came to church today and missed something that God wanted to use you through to give to us this day. Hallelujah. This thing's called a body of Christ, and we want to all be yielded to the uh, Spirit of the living God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, usher Stan, we'll receive offering this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord something to bless. Give Him something to bless. How many of you know nothing from nothing, still nothing? So you want to give God. And I suggest that you at least give Him 10%. I suggest that. Praise God. They did that in the Old Testament. Praise God, and they were blessed. How much more will the windows of heaven stay open unto us? Praise God. Father, I thank you this day that the Word of the living God is our solid rock. And Father, as we speak the word and stand upon it and act upon it, I know you'll take that which is pleasing to you and multiply it. So we know that as we give, it'll be given back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto our bosom? So we plan on that and expect it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh-uh. You ain't got no song, do you, Bill? I didn't think so. I'm not going to let him sing this morning. He's not gonna, he ain't going to steal none of my thunder this morning. Hallelujah. I got a good message this morning. Hallelujah. I got a message I've been preaching to myself for two weeks. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Well, won't we stand one more time and, and we'll pray? Hallelujah. Children can be dismissed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give them a little more hand, they a little slow. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Geraldine, won't you just bless this offering? I mean, bless this meeting before we, before we get started this morning. Right now, just bless it. Pray over it. No, I want you just to pray. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You can be seated. Turn with me this morning to the 13th chapter of Hebrews, the last chapter of Hebrews. The 20th verse. Hebrews 13 and 20. When you get it, say amen. amen. Hebrews 13, 20 says, Now 
the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Now in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, something was accomplished through the blood of sprinkling that Jesus went into heaven itself and appeared unto God the Father for you, presented His blood before the supreme court of the universe and sat down to right hand of Almighty God. When God the Father brought Jesus again from the dead through this everlasting covenant, through the blood, something was accomplished for you. Now the church had never seen it. Never. I've never heard it preached. But he said, Now unto the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, 21st verse, said, Make you perfect in every good work to do His will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in His sight. <laughs> Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Now we need to know this, that you are well-pleasing to God. Now in the Old Covenant, if they could find favor, if they could please God any kind of way, they tried to work their righteousness. Like it says in Isaiah, said all their righteousness was as filthy rags. But you don't have the righteousness of an Old Covenant. You have something that's accomplished through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Something now, praise God, that set down to your credit and now makes you well pleasing to God. Hallelujah. In His sight, you're well pleasing. Well, how did I do that? Well, because uh, I live this way, because I live good, live bad, live... How, what, what, how did I get to be there? Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. It's been accomplished. See, Christianity is still tried to base every bit of the religious thing on their works and how they live. See, this thing isn't how you lived or how you failed or how you've accomplished everything. If you live without sin the rest of your life, it wouldn't make you any more pleasing than any other member of the body of Christ. Well, what do you mean? I mean, because of the blood of the new covenant, the everlasting covenant, Jesus Christ and His sacrificial uh, uh, work as being the Lamb of God has made you well-pleasing to God. Look what that'll do to your faith. Look what that'll do when you go before God. You know, most everybody, when they pray, they go begging, squalling, bawling, hooping, and hollering, trying to accomplish something. Like a lady told me the other day, said, bless God, I prayed as loud as I could pray the other night. She said, I prayed loud, and I'm telling you what. said, but you know God didn't hear me, I don't guess. It ain't whether you prayed loud, good, bad, evil. It's because of the blood. This is what we call grace. This is what we call the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. He does not have to accomplish anything else. You do not have to accomplish anything to be well-pleasing to God. All it takes for you to be well-pleasing is the blood of the everlasting covenant. Hallelujah. Look what that'll do when you fail. Well, you say failure's all right. Failure does not bother God, folks. Sin does not bother God. Someone said, well, you'll have folks sinning. No, they'll do all right without me having them to do it. Praise God. 
They'll do enough without me agitating them. Amen? Hallelujah. But sin has been paid for. Do you know God does not even have a book and a record of you ever being a sinner? He don't have no record of that. That's Santa Claus. See? Amen? He does not even keep a record of you sinning. Now, I'll show you that in the Bible in a minute. But blessed be God, we need to understand this. When I go before God, Lord, here comes old well-pleasing. Lord, here comes old favorite with you. I I, I, I'm not coming asking God for a little cup of cold water and that old iced potato soup and that old hard cake of bread that's laid on the table. No, bless God. I come, I like T-bone steak. Hallelujah. I like a good ribeye and an iced potato with sour cream dressing and chives on it and everything. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Lord, just if you'll just get me a little cup of cold water in the name of the Lord. No, bless God. God's given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. God wants you to know you're in the beloved, you're in the family, and you're well pleasing to Him. Well, I hadn't done everything I ought to. Well, who has? See, here's the, here's the thing about Christianity. We've never told the truth about this thing. We're still trying to get people to live right when God's already made you right. This thing's by grace, not by works. Not by works of righteousness that we have done, but by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am what I am because of Jesus. My standing with God depends on one thing only, that I have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and His sacrifice for me, and it's set down to my credit. Therefore, now I'm a favorite in well-standing and well-pleasing to Almighty God. Hallelujah. Now unto the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. You know we got one shepherd? Huh? Hallelujah. The great shepherd. How did he bring him from the dead? Through the blood. See, this blood covenant has stood the test. Jesus, when he died on an old rugged cross, his spirit left his body and he said he gave up the ghost, and his spirit descended into the prison house of suffering. He stayed under the hand of judgment three days and three nights. It said it pleased God to bruise him. He laid on him the iniquities of us all. Listen, God does not have a record of what you've done bad. He keeps a record of what you do good. Now the bad Jesus became a curse. He took your iniquities, your failures, everything. Blessed be God. And when he appeared before Almighty God after the resurrection, he stood there, presented his blood and presented you through the blood, bless God. And now he has given you the right to be well pleasing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Do you believe Jesus accomplished his mission? Do you believe that Jesus accomplished what God the Father wanted him to do? Huh? God the Father, it said, now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, he wouldn't have brought him up from the dead until everything against you was handled. God ain't got nothing against you. He ain't got anything but something good for you now. Now he can show you his righteousness. Now he can show you his blessings. Now he can bestow upon you all the things that came with this new covenant. Hallelujah, all your rights. 
You're free, you're free to love now. You're free to accomplish anything that God has given you. You're free now to step forward. You don't have to slip in the back door of heaven and ask for some kind of handout. You can come boldly to the throne of Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, you don't even have to knock. He said, listen, this is a son of the living God coming to the throne room this day. I'm well pleasing to God. I can go in right now and receive. I don't have to come in squalling, bawling, hooping, and hollering and trying to scratch my way in. Oh, Lord, here it is, an old unworthy again. Oh, I'm so unworthy. You ever heard folks pray that? We're so unworthy. I'm not... I'm not uh, even worthy to come in your presence. That's belittling the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has made you well pleasing. God raised Jesus from the dead. And the reason he raised Jesus from the dead, Jesus had accomplished in his death and burial the total penalty for sin to be paid. Now Jesus blew a hole in the spirit world, in darkness, in death, and he said, now I'm the way out. I'm the way out. Anyone's well-pleasing can come out of this thing. You can come to the Father. Folks, I, I hear folks, I heard a fellow on TV the other day, got a church, got a church, I'm telling you right now, I'd reach from here to town. He says many ways to get to God. Jesus says one way. And he accomplished that. That's why it's so important. See, he said, hey, give us a ministry of reconciliation. We need to tell folks that they've been reconciled. That God's not mad at them anymore. Many times people get in jail or something like that and said, God had to put me here to get my attention. No, you stuck a gun in someone's ear or something. Huh? Not because God put you there. The, the jail is for folks that break the law. Bless God, in our kingdom there is no law but the law of love. Hallelujah. He said over in Romans 4, 15, said where there's no law, you can't break the law. If it ain't one, it ain't no law in your kingdom. Well, how come you can't break the law? In other words, how come you can't fail? Because of the blood of Jesus stands for your victory. It's standing for your victory. You're well pleasing unto God. Hallelujah. So, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do His will, working in you, working in you, working in you. How many of you know that you're so holy that a holy God can live in you? How many know God don't live in an unholy vessel? <laughs> Someone needs to rethink Christianity and need to think like God says about it. See, he said over there in the fourth chapter of Ephesians, he said, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. It's your mental thing. You ain't nothing wrong with your spirit. I hear people talking about it all the time. You get something in your spirit and you get this in your spirit. You have to get it out. Ain't nothing can get in your spirit. That's where God is. He that's joined to the Lord is one spirit. You don't have two or three spirits in you. Your spirit and God's spirit is one. Hallelujah. He that's joined to the Lord is one spirit. If you got two or three spirits in you, well, you need to come down front and I'll cast some of them out. Amen. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant, God has made you. He made you through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Well, pleasing. Hallelujah. When you understand I'm well pleasing, you know you're free to love then. I'm pleasing to God. I'm well pleasing. You can't get any more weller than well. Hallelujah. P. 
people have in their mind and Christianity has taught and mixed the old covenant up with the blood of the new covenant. But he said, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he has redeemed us. You done been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Filled with the Holy Ghost, I am. Hallelujah. Make you perfect, well-pleasing in his sight. How's God see you? Well-pleasing. One translation, Cotton Patch said, May he outfit you. He's done outfitted you with everything needful to do his will. May he, may he work out his purpose in you through Christ Jesus. Praise God. To whom be credit for all times to come. That's why we worship the Lord. That's why we can go before God and not have any fear. I don't have to slip up like a hobo to the back door and get me a handout of banana pudding and some cornbread. Bless God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 20th century says, make you perfect in everything that is good. All that is pleasing in his sight. That's plain enough, isn't it? That's simple enough. We don't need to complicate this thing. Well, now, if you, if you do this and you pray 24 hours a day, and oh, you don't never miss helping the poor, you're going to miss helping somebody. You're going to miss some things. And it looks like when I've missed it, you know, I, I get under condemnation. I, 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 well, I ought to have done this. Yeah, but Jesus accomplished it. I'm well pleased. Not by works of righteousness which I have done, but by His precious blood. Listen to this, one's translation. That we may all be made, be made a source of satisfaction to Him. God's satisfied with you. If He ain't, He ain't got anybody to blame but Himself. He's the one created you. By grace was you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves is the gift of Almighty God. That we may all be made a source of satisfaction to Him by means. By what means? By means of Jesus. By means of Jesus. Another translation. said, accomplish you in every work that is good to do His will affecting in you what he himself delights in. He's working in you to, to make you a delight and keep you a delight. How? Through Jesus Christ. Amplified, strengthen, complete, make perfect and make you what you ought to be and equip you with every good thing that you may carry out his will while he himself works in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ the Messiah, whom be glory forever and ever. This is God working in you. God's done accomplish this for you. See, let me tell you something. Grace is God accepting the responsibility for man's fall and then paying for it. He didn't cause him to fall. Satan did. But he, he accepted the, the fall of Adam. He accepted everything that happened. He accepted the curse. Do you know Jesus has done been made a curse for you? He took the curse out. Why? That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentile. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit of God by faith. Hallelujah. You're so holy, the Holy Ghost lives in you. You're so sanctified that a sanctified, resurrected, glorified God that defeated death, hell, and the grave, now He can live in you, the one that presented His blood and was accepted 
for you being made well pleasing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Message Bible said, now put you together. Provide you with everything you need to please Him. Make unto what, make us unto what gives Him most pleasure by means of the sacrifice of Jesus the Messiah. Man, I'm well pleasing to God. Man, I'm a hot shot with God. Man, I'm doing good. How'd you get to do all this good? You just unturned your life around. Folk, when I got saved, you know, folks told me, says about time you turned over a new leaf. Like you was turning leaves over or something. One fellow said, it's about time you got converted like his Uncle Ben's rice or something. I didn't get converted and, and, and turn over new leaf. He didn't wipe my slate clean. You ever heard that? Well, God wiped your slate clean. That's mean you got another slate. Fill it up. You can't fill it up. You don't have another slate. He broke your plate. He broke your slate. There's nowhere he can record this. Amen. Weymouth said, fully equip you with every grace that you may need. Every grace. Hallelujah. By grace was you saved through faith. And that not yourself is a gift of God. God gave you grace. Hallelujah. See, we th- I've had preachers tell me, Say, son, you preach that grace stuff all the time. You give folks a license to sin. See, people are so sin conscious, failure conscious, and God gonna get you for that, that they never get off of the sin and failure and never accomplish what God wants them to because they always thinking they're a sinner. Well, I'm an old sinner saved by grace. Well, I'm not an old sinner. I'm a son of the Most High God. I've been blessed by the Holy Ghost, praise God. What God is blessed, can't nobody curse. Hallelujah. Praise God. Grace is what God accomplished through Jesus Christ in the death, burial, and resurrection. Praise God. You know, it said over in first and John, the first chapter, he said, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth, see, came by Jesus. See, well, what is grace? He became sin for me. What is grace? He took on himself on the cross, the iniquities of us all. Amen who his own self bear our sin in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live in the righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. What if you knew you was well pleasing to God? I mean, I'm a favorite with God. How easy would it be to receive from God? I'm going to God that's well pleased with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's not sitting up there with a ball bat going to make a home run with my head. Amen. He's not sitting up there thinking, well, just get a little, just, just a little closer. Just get a little closer. Oh, I've heard that preached. I heard a fellow the other day said, when God opens the book, how will you stand with God? Well, I'm going to stand well pleasing. Jesus has made me well pleasing. Yeah, but I, he's got a record of all you've done wrong. No, he don't. Lamb's Book of Life don't have anything but my name in it. Hallelujah. When I walk before God, God's going to say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well, I didn't do much. What you do, did good, bless God's going to be recorded. Well, where's the wrong and all the failure and all that? It was recorded on the cross. He became a curse for you. He took on himself the iniquities of us all. He didn't just take their iniquities. Past, present, future, all of it's been handled. Say, well, Brother Sullen, I'll just, I'll just live any way I want to. Well, that's what you ought to do. Live just the way you want to. But your want to's been changed. Amen. You're a new creation. 
I believe the work of God in you is more powerful than any draw of sin that can come on you. Hallelujah. After I got saved, Phil asked me, he said, do you drink anymore? I said, drink all I want to. All I want to, I drink. Said, you do? He's about ready to join up on that little deal. You know. I said, but I just don't want to. Don't have no desire. Didn't nobody have to tell me to quit drinking. Didn't nobody have to tell me to quit smoking. Huh? Man, after, after I got saved, when I got saved, I'd been drunk two months. I didn't even have the shakes. Amen? I've seen them many times. I wake up in the morning, shakes bad. I could thread a sewing machine and hit a running. Amen. But bless God, when Jesus came into my life, I'm telling you right now, something changed. A new state of things happened. I am now brought into the kingdom of Almighty God, and the kingdom of God is now in us. Praise God. Well, Weymouth said, equip you with every grace that you may need. Grace is what Jesus accomplished for you in the death, burial, and resurrection, His ascension. Well, what is grace? Grace is canceling every debt that could ever be against you, past, present, and future. You know your future mistakes done been paid for? That's why I don't have to get saved every time I fail. Huh? The work of Christ is enough. Amen. You ain't got to get saved every 15 minutes. When I first come around Pentecostal people, I asked one lady, I said, bless God. I said, uh, 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 man, it's, it's, it's salvation, it's something. I said, uh, 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 how, how many times can you, you get saved? She said, oh, thousands. <laughs> See, what they had was sin consciousness. They had a sin conscious that I'm just an old sinner Saved by grace. I'm just an old sinner. Well, no, I'm not an old sinner. I was a sinner. I was a fornicator. I was a adulterer. I was a wino. I was all everything you can think of. Everything. I exhausted the subject of sin, folks. I've been there and seen it and had 10 of them. But Jesus Christ came and washed me white as snow. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, I asked one preacher, what do you mainly preach? He said, well, I just try to keep my folks saved. Well, you about 2,000 years late, preacher. Jesus is already not... Do you, don't, do you believe that what Jesus died for, someone can take, take you out of his hands? That's dumb, isn't it? You mean the work? The work of redemption... It worked for everybody but Uncle o, o Uncle Ned or Aunt Nelly or Aunt Sookie or any of the rest of them. It worked for, no, it worked. That's a new creation. The new creation is God himself coming and giving you his life, his nature, his ability, putting in you the very DNA of God. You're now a God-man. You're the temple of the Most High God. Praise God. You're so holy and sanctified that this holy God lives in you. Well, God lives in an unholy vessel. You ain't never read that. Hallelujah. So what is this grace? What is this truth that Jesus brought? He brought with him, the knowledge of God canceling all your sin and all your failure and extending to you. This is grace. He annihilated everything against you. Paid for. It's finished. He said so on the cross. It's finished, folks. Hallelujah. But then now he extended something else. What is the grace of God? Extended unto you. Unconditional love. Unconditional, ain't no condition. I hate to tell you, but it ain't no condition that you're going to fail. There's no condition that God's going to have something against you. Well, God will hold that against you. 
He would if He was depending on my operating in my righteousness or me accomplishing. But He's depending on the blood of the everlasting covenant that has presented you holy and well-pleasing. The blood presented you. He sprinkled it on the mercy seat. You know, when Mary came uh, to, to finish the embalming process the third day at the, at the tomb of Jesus, bless God, she walked up and said, where have you laid him? Thinking he was the uh, caretaker. And he said, Mary. She hit her knees. My God. Said, my Lord and my Master. He said, touch me yet not. For I have not yet ascended unto my Father and your Father and my God and your God. Well, why hadn't he ascended? He was going to carry his blood into the heavenly holy of holy, present it before Almighty God to appear in the presence of God for you, and then God the Father. Hallelujah. You know what he did? He's the judge of all, and he judged you perfect. God don't live in imperfection. Hebrews 13, turn back one page, 12th chapter, 23rd verse. Anybody got to shout and close on? Hallelujah, let's read this, 23rd verse, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn. He's writing to us. Hebrews 12, 23, which are written in heaven and to God the judge. Him come to judge. Him come to judge, folks. You understand that? Here comes the judge. The judge of all. Written in heaven and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. That ought to be clear enough. And to Jesus the mediator of this. Praise God. Praise God. Well, what is this grace extended to us? It's God now delights in you that he's got delight in you. What is grace? God canceling all sin and debt and failure and extended to you. Here it is, the message of reconciliation. God unconditionally loves you. He don't love you till you fail. He don't love you till you make a mistake. He don't love you anymore when you read your Bible more. Well, you'll have folks not reading your Bible. A fellow don't read his Bible, something wrong with him. He needs another dip or something. Maybe a dip of Levi Garrett. I don't. That's what you're going to have to feed off. He said, live by this. Live by the Word. Stay over in the New Testament, especially the, the, the epistles, those letters written to you, and find out who you are, what you have and through him, by him, of him, and through the blood of the everlasting covenant, God has made us well-pleasing. Well-pleasing. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. All through the Old Testament, they tried to please God. And every now and then, one of them old boys pleased God. Said of Enoch, said he pleased God, and he was not. He got to run around with God, and he got over close to God's house. So close... That one evening, God just carried him on home with him. Amen? You know what his testimony was? He was well-pleasing to God. You know, the only taste of death you'll ever taste is the new birth. When you, your body dies, you'll just pass from one place unto another. Praise God. They'd say, well, we found favor with God. We please God. Now God has handled the new birth and made you well-pleasing to Him. Turn with me, if you will, to Philippians, the second chapter. Ephesians and Philippians. Second chapter and the twelfth verse. The twelfth verse says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always, always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, 
Work out your own salvation with fear and tremble. Someone said, well, we got to work this thing out. No, work it out in your physical body what God's already done for you in the spiritual. Work it out. William's translation of notes said, the personal expression of Christ through us. Work out the personal expression of Christ through Him. What do you mean? I mean it's no longer I, but it is the Messiah that lives in us. And the life we now live in the flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Work it out. Work it out or walk it out. Talk it out. Say what God says about you. Hallelujah. You ever heard anyone say, look here, I'm well pleasing to God. I ain't never heard nobody say that. You're well pleasing. You need to say it. Amen. It'll rest on your thinking. Praise God. 13th verse. said, work out your own salvation. 13th verse. said, for it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. We said God's the one who is constantly putting forth His energy in you, both in the form of you being desirous and you doing His good pleasure. Praise God. Berkeley said, For God is the energizer within you, so as to will and to work for His delight. Listen, God's working in you what? His delight. He's got something working in you that's well-pleasing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know you're God's workmanship? His creation. God Himself has made... See, we need, we need to give God the credit for not only making us a new creation and well-pleasing, but keeping us well-pleasing. You know, you can get a fella... And he's well-pleasing. He's done everything right. Oh, we're proud of him. And the next thing you know, he's done made a mess out of the thing. Well, you was well-pleasing. Now you are outcast. Well, we don't ever get to be outcast. When you got put in God's hands, ain't nobody can get you out. Hallelujah. You're now in the beloved. You're now a son of God. You're now in the family of God. Whole family in heaven and in earth has this same name. Praise God. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things passed away, and behold, all things become new. One translation said he's a new being. He's a new being. One translation said so that if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creature. The old state of things has passed away. A new state of things has come. It's a new state of things. I'm well pleasing now. I wasn't. I was all this. I was a sinner. I was a failure. I was everything that displeased God. But through the blood of the everlasting covenant, now I've been made the righteousness of God. Jesus now has been made unto me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and total redemption. I've been made well-pleasing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. William said, he is the work of the, His is the work of the new creation. He's talking about God. Waste, author S. Waste said, He is a creature. He is a created anew. Stanley said, a new world has once opened unto him. See, the door was closed. We were shut up. We was Gentiles. We didn't even have, we didn't even have a, a right to go to God. We were without covenant. But now, because of the blood of the everlasting covenant, a door swung open to eternal life. I now can receive the blessings of Almighty God. I can come boldly to the throne because of the blood. Hallelujah. I'm now well pleasing. Shout amen, somebody. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. New world's open. You know, Colossians 1.13 said, You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. Yeah. 
How many of you know you're in the kingdom? In the holy kingdom. Righteous kingdom. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. Praise God. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. Now get a hold of this ninth verse. When you get it, shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What's the rest of you got? 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Know ye not that unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Do you know that's where most folks stop? Right there. Well, you know, if you ain't righteous, oh my God, then you know our righteousness is like filthy rags. Get something out of the old covenant over there and try to bring it over under the blood of Jesus. It don't, it don't wash, folks. That old stuff don't wash over him where we belong. He said, Know ye not that unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners. See, these can't, these can't operate in the kingdom. Shall inherit the kingdom of God. 11th verse. And such were some of you, but you're washed. Huh? All because of the blood of the new covenant. Jesus' blood. All because of truth and grace came by Jesus Christ. And such were some of you. You were like that. You were a fornicator, exhorter, extortioner, adulterer, idolater, fornicator. All these things. Thieves. Huh? And such were some of you, but you are washed. But you are sanctified. But ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He said He was made sin for us who knew no sin that you could be made the very righteousness of God. Not robed with righteousness. This isn't old covenant stuff where you can take your robe off and you unrighteous. He didn't robe you with nothing. Hallelujah. Bless God. You're a being made righteous. It's like telling me, well, now you liable to become a woman. No, I ain't going to become no woman. I'm a man. I was made that way. I was made righteous. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. I've been made well-pleasing through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Glory to, Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 In 2 Corinthians 5, 19, I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Bible. It said, It was God personally present in Christ. What was he doing in Christ? Reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. We ain't never told the world that. We pray with somebody and have them pray, Dear Lord, forgive my sin. I'm an old sinner. Well, that ain't so. God's done forgiving. Listen, he's done restored the world to favor. They're going to hell being a favorite with God. They're going to hell because they don't know they've been reconciled. Amen? It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with Himself. Listen to this. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoration of favor. Praise God. Arthur S. Wade said God was present in the Messiah when? On the cross. Reconciling himself to the world. Listen to this. Canceling the record of their transgressions. He didn't cancel your record. I mean, you didn't get pardoned. Hallelujah. There ain't no record of you ever being a criminal. Amen. Amen. Turn with me, if you will, to Colossians, the first chapter. Here's another one of them scriptures you ought to shout on. Philippians and Colossians. Praise God. 
Colossians 1, 21. It said, And you <coughs> that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your minds by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. He's done reconciled. 22nd verse, In the body of his flesh through death to present you, how? Holy, unblameable, and unreprovable in his sight. That ought to make someone tear up one of them chairs out there. Just, that ought to make you just reach over and bite someone on the ear or something. Bless God, hallelujah. You know them folks, them folks that's preached that God's not pleased with you. Those people, those people that's preached the sin consciousness and kept folk and got them down front squalling, bawling, hooping, hollering, trying to keep them, keep them saved and all that, that would be whooped with a dead armadillo. Amen. It's been dead about three days in the hot August sunshine. Amen. I mean, that's a terrible thing. You can't receive from God unless you know you're pleasing. You don't receive from God saying, Lord, if it be thy will, if you will do this for me, Lord, if I'm pleasing to you. Sometimes I pray, dear Lord, if I'm well pleasing to you. Dear Lord, show me that I'm well pleasing to you. Praise God. I pray this away and that away. Amen. Now listen to him again, 22nd verse. In the body of his flesh through death, how did he present? To present you. He's presented you. Can anybody, can trouble, trials, tests, anything separate you from the unconditional love of God? Huh? To present you holy unblameable, unreprovable in his sight. Praise God. While you're there in Colossians, look in the second chapter, 14th verse. He said he blotted out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us. They done been blotted out. Which was contrary to us, took them out of the way, nailing them to his cross. They gone. Listen to this translation. Law Bible. God crossed out the whole debt against us in His account book. He no longer counts the laws that we had broken. He nailed the account book to the cross and closed the account. Sears has done sent your saddle home, folks. You ain't got no account with them no more. You don't have an account. See, God keeps up with the good, not the bad. Jesus became the bad. Do you understand that? He, he became the curse. Hallelujah. Black Welder said, He canceled the document of indebtedness and removed it permanently. He ain't going to get it back out. He don't have one. He nailed it to the cross. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5, 19, translators New Testament said, He does not keep against men an account of their offenses. He don't keep your offenses and failures as account. Why? He keeps up with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2.10, he said, You are his workmanship. He has made him a being that is righteous and well-pleasing. That's what he's done. Turn with me back to Ephesians 4. Fourth chapter of, of Ephesians. A couple of books back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 4, 23. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Get your mind thinking right. How many of you know your heart's smart? You've you got plenty of sense in your spirit. Your spirit's in union with Almighty God. He said, the spirit of God... The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Your spirit knows these truths. You don't have to convince and get them in your spirit. You get them in your head. Your head's got stinking thinking. It's got thinking up there that don't line up with what God said. He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and, and ties that together. And that you put on the new man where in your thinking. 
put on this new man which after God's created in righteousness and true holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Created to please God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Colossians, the first chapter. Philippians and Colossians, the first chapter. Look in the 25th verse. See, people, you're going you're to have to judge yourself. When you fail, you got 1 John 1, 9. Confess it and head on. Paul said, I forget those things which are behind and press on towards the mark. I'm shooting for the prize. What's the prize? Living out of heaven in 207. Living out of heaven right now. Not when I get to heaven, but I'm in the kingdom of heaven now. I've been well pleasing, made holy, made sanctified, made righteous. And God, the holy God, lives on the inside of me. Praise God. Colossians 1.25. Paul writing here said, Wherefore I made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you. I got something for you. What is it? It's to fulfill the Word of God. You ever, well, what's God's plan from Adam till now? What's His plan? His plan ain't ever changed. But Jesus fulfilled it. Jesus didn't come away and just do with all that and here's some new. Bless God. Hallelujah. He's presented you like God wants you to be in the beginning. 25th verse said, To fulfill the Word of God. What is it? 26th verse, Even the mystery, which has been hidden from ages and generations, but now is made manifest, or made, or revealed to the saints. What is this revelation He wants you to know? To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles. What is it? Christ in you. The hope of filling you with glory. Hope of you revealing His glory in the earth. Hallelujah. 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 He goes on to say that 28th verse, Whom we preach, warn every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ. Well, I'm, I'm per- not by works I've done, but by the precious holy blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me. Turn with me to... Uh, Jude, book right before the book of Revelation. Jude, the 24th verse. 24th verse said, Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling. We need to give God credit. He's able to keep you from falling. Well, I fail. The Old Testament said you fall seven times and you get up eight. Yeah, but bless God, if I fail a hundred times, bless God, the blood of Jesus keeps me on the solid rock because of the everlasting covenant. If I sin or fail or do something wrong, bless God, I confess it and head on towards the mark. I don't hang around waller in sin, waller and get under condemnation. He said, therefore, it's now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. He said, now unto him that's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. It gave him joy to present you faultless. It gave him pleasure. I'm well pleasing in him. Why? Jesus presented me holy and upright before God. The blood stands for me not falling that He's able to keep me from falling. Praise God. When you mess up, He's got 1 John 1, 9. Confess it and head on. But that's not just part of judging yourself. You need to judge yourself like Jesus does. That I'm well pleasing. That I'm holy and upright before God. Hallelujah. All because of the blood of the everlasting covenant. Can you shout amen? Shout real loud. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Look how easy faith would be.
See, faith works by love. God's done an extended unconditional love to you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody need for us to pray for anything before we leave? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, stand up on your feet. Tonight, 6 o'clock, we're going to have church. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I feel like blessing you this morning. I, I feel like I got something flowing out of my spirit this morning. Hallelujah. Being well-pleasing. Father, before you this day, I claim the blessings of God over everybody under the sound of my voice. I say that they're blessed coming in and going out. I say they're the head and not the tail. I say that everything they set their hand to, it shall prosper and it'll accomplish that which is well-pleasing to you. We thank you for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God.